of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. hands together for the Lord and if your voice is yours add a shout of praise the Bible says the shout of the king is in the house hallelujah God bless you you may take your seat we thank God for a morning like this a rainy morning like this hallelujah Rain on Sunday mornings, pastors don't like it. But the fact that you are here in spite of the rain even tells me today's word is for you. Hallelujah. Today's word is for you. This morning, I want to preach to you on something of entitled breaking through limitations today by the time you leave this place all limitations in your life will be broken oh only the christians responded i said today by the time you are leaving the service every limitation in your life will be broken i don't care where the limitation is coming from it may be limitations in your own mind it may be limitations from your ancestors it may be limitations from your father's house mother's house your workplace whatever it is i don't care whatever it is all i know is that the spirit of god is going to bring liberation and liberty and limitations will be broken in this place today after today you will do what you were never able to do hallelujah breaking through limitations and I want you to receive this word with your spirit not just with your mind hallelujah I want you to receive it with your spirit tell somebody receive it with your spirit tell somebody else receive it with your spirit hallelujah as I keep saying you see words that come from the word of God are not mere words they are life and they are spirit and as you allow these words to enter your spirit it delivers something it stirs up something it opens something up in your life and i believe today i was about to say tonight today when i'm in revival mode i i i, I like night <laughs> today god will birth something in your spirit hallelujah now when we look at the life of the children of Israel they went into bondage they went into captivity over 400 years and throughout the Bible there are a lot of similarities between the children of Israel and we Christians hallelujah some even say we are spiritual Jews there are a lot of tribes now that are claiming their origin from Jews I heard the God say they are they are Jews so I'm a, I'm a Jew hallelujah I don't know where the connection is but uh, they say the guys are jews they're giving some some long something some people went to settle in ethiopia and then, then so why are we not white are we black okay maybe they have some black jews hallelujah some people believe jesus was black but 
whether it's black or white or yellow the most important thing is that it should be in your heart hallelujah yeah. so there, there are a lot of similarities between us as christians and 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 the jews and the people of israel in terms of the things they went through and their relationship with god so israel went into bondage in the land of egypt for 400 years and god had to pick a man called moses to lead them out of that captivity to take them into the promised land a lot of plagues had to come nine ten the tenth one was when the firstborn sons of the children of egypt were killed by that angel that moved through the land on the night of the exodus and the key thing that resulted in the liberation of israel was the fact that they were instructed to kill a lamb that was without blemish a lamb that was without spot and that the blood of the lamb was supposed to be applied to the doorpost and the lintel of their homes so that when the angel of death came or the destroyer came and saw the blood it will pass over so it took the sacrifice of a lamb to bring liberation hallelujah and that lamb that passover lamb the bible says christ is our passover lamb we were in bondage pharaoh is like the devil so we were in bondage in the kingdom of darkness sin overwhelmed us our dna everything was sin and so a lamb had to be killed that is jesus christ for our liberation hallelujah and when they left egypt there was a place god wanted them to be which is the promised land but between egypt and the promised land they had a lot of obstacles they had a lot of things trying to limit them from reaching where god wanted them to be god's aim for them wasn't just for them to come out of egypt just like god's ultimate aim for you is not just for you to come out of sin and be born again there is something more god wants for your life there are greater things that god wants for your life hallelujah but between egypt and the promised land or if we bring it into our context between being born again and getting to the place where god wants you to be there are times where there are obstacles in between the people of israel experience a lot of obstacles and the obstacles or the limitations can be categorized into two we have what i call the exogenous limitations or the external limitations those are the limitations that came from outside there are things that the, the people of israel didn't really have their honey things like the, the those amalekites the ammonites the midianites those people who were fighting them on their way to the promised land and then there were things that were also internally generated endogenously generated they themselves caused those limitations so somebody will ask what is a limitation a limitation is anything that tries to come between you and where you want to be it's as simple as that and today by the power of the holy ghost and by the blood of the lamb every limitation in our way is going to be taken off in the name of jesus so some of these limitations were exogenous they, they came from outside i mentioned the ammonites i mentioned the amalekites i mentioned the midianites some of these things that the people of israel fought 
in the physical we are now fighting the same phenomena and the same spirits as spiritual battles so the Midianites you realize had a certain way of dealing with the people of Israel the Midianites will wait the Israelites will plant they won't come and attack when you plant they will wait for you to plant you will nurture the crops but when it is time for harvest that is when they, they attack In our time, we deal with something we call the Midianite spirit. Everybody say the Midianite spirit. So you toil for something. You put in your best. You will sow. But when it comes to the time of harvest, something just comes and takes the things away. It's a Midianite spirit. You spend all your energy learning. You burn the midnight oil. You will not miss any lectures. Like some people do. To be diligent you try to be studious but some way somehow when the results come it doesn't match the effort that you are putting somebody said the media nice spirit sometimes it's business you will plan the business all right you will work year in year out but when the time for harvest comes some wind just blows upon the business and suddenly things are just cutting the media nice spirit but today, every Midianite spirit in your life is suspended from its operations in the name of Jesus. And God is giving you power and authority over every anti-harvest spirit that operates in your life. And what do you say? But we are born against believers. Why are you talking about spirits and demons? Be there. Tell somebody, be there. Tell another person, be there. said be sober and be vigilant for your adversary the devil walketh about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour there's no old testament a new testament apostle the head of the church in Jerusalem the bishop of Jerusalem he said be sober and be vigilant being sober means be wide eyed open your eyes wide in modern parlance you say shine your eyes be sober be vigilant don't walk as if you are drunk open your eyes wide for your adversary the devil walk it about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour tell somebody be there So some of these things they are just external limitations external limitations things that just fight you in your progress in life things that just fight you in your progress with your work with God external limitations in our time we are fighting all sorts of things I'll come to the internal ones, the ones that you generate yourself. But let's deal with some of the external ones first. There are some of the limitations. It's through no fault of yours. You don't have a hand in it. Hallelujah. It's through no fault of yours. There are certain promises you are not seeing in your life. And it's through no fault of yours. 
you must deal with certain things first hallelujah you see christ came to die he won the victory but we need to show the working of the victory hallelujah we are enforcers of that victory that jesus christ came to win for us on the cross of calvary we can't be there and be passive and expect things to work you need to take the bull by the horns and deal with certain things and during these 40 days god will reveal certain things to some of you you will see certain things in dreams you will see certain things in visions you will perceive certain things by prophetic impressions upon your spirit and when you get those things enter your prayer closet and begin to deal with them external limitations things that don't have anything to do with you at all sometimes those limitations are simply as a result of where you were born where you came from and you need to pray some specific prayers somebody say specific prayers to deal with certain things otherwise you may not see all the promises God has made to you in your life you will not see them come to pass and I'll show you some examples in the Bible let's not joke about this thing called bloodline issues I know people will preach grace and say all sorts of things but me I believe these are things we need to deal with why did God give us the Holy Spirit why did God give us the anointing it's for the breaking of yokes the Bible says for this reason the son of man was revealed that he may destroy the works of the devil why are we supposed to put on armor it is to fight battles and to win battles hallelujah so we don't sit and say oh christ has done it so it is okay we need to take the armor we need to take the sword we need to mount a horse we need to march the case of the enemy and take what belongs to us that's not joke with these things called bloodline things at all a certain pastor who fell into some serious moral sin I went to speak to him he was like man of god i've always underestimated this thing they call bloodline issues i'm not seeing that they are true this is somebody who was in the world though. when he was in the world women wasn't part of his problem smoking drinking clubbing those kind of things women was never part of his issue he said ah his own mother said even if he sees him with a woman in a room long doing whatever they are doing she says not her son even those days when he didn't know christ he was in a relationship before he got married he never touched the woman until they got married woman was never a problem after he had married and had kids suddenly some strange desires just started coming into him he realized he, he started misbehaving with all sorts of people. I went to tell him, said, No, this bloodline thing. Because if I look at my father, I look at my uncles, the males in my family, they have always had this thing. I should have dealt with this thing a long time ago. I should have dealt with it. There are some things that are like time bombs, they just wait and manifest at the wrong time. Now they're quiet. 
you need to kill them and today we are we are summoning a bomb squad you know what a bomb squad does they disconnect bombs and prevent them from blasting today we are disconnecting any time bomb in your life that is waiting to manifest when your glory is about to shine time bombs time bombs he said when I look at my father I look at my uncles mother's side, father's side polygamous, they can't stay with one woman this one has a child with this this one has a child with that this one has a child with that it was like this thing has come back to bite me if you look in the bible abraham's bloodline even abraham there was an issue with the bloodline in abraham's bloodline you realize that the firstborns never got their inheritance the firstborns they missed their inheritance started from abraham's own children isaac wasn't abraham's firstborn it was Ishmael. The rightful blessing and the rightful inheritance that was due him as the first person to come out of the loins of a man like Abraham. He never got it. He rather went to Isaac. The next generation, you look at Isaac. Isaac's first one was Esau. But the younger one called Jacob was the one who got the inheritance and got the blessing look at jacob's own children reuben was the firstborn but when you go to genesis 49 when jacob was blessing his children when he got to reuben he told him that because you went and slept with one of my wives you will not do well instead of getting a blessing he got a curse and the thing jumped from him and went to the younger one called joseph to carry that mantle of the family when you take Joseph's own children, you see, Reuben as a firstborn was entitled to a double inheritance. One as the firstborn son and the second one as a son. Hallelujah. When the thing jumped to him and went to Joseph, you realize that when we are talking about the tribes of Israel, we don't talk about the tribe of Joseph. That double portion that was supposed to be on Reuben came upon, upon Joseph. We don't talk about the tribe of Joseph. Instead, we talk about the tribe of Ephraim and Manasseh, who were sons of Joseph. And even with Ephraim and Manasseh, when their grandfather was going to bless them, he had to cross his hand so that the more anointed right hand went to the younger one. The thing followed through ah, even into David because it was the same bloodline. When you are going to pick a king from a house, how do you overlook the eldest and from the description of him in the bible take tall man somebody that when you put a crown on his head it will look very nice but the lord said i have rejected this one and he went to the last one these things about family patterns really exist and i pray that today when we zoom into prayer any family pattern that is following you anything in your bloodline that is trying to manifest in your life we shall kill it and stop its power today in the name of Jesus and if you believe it shout yes bloodline issues some families you look no stable marriages you have a 
nice wedding all right. A limo will drive you to the church and the reception ground. There will be great fanfare and a lot to eat and drink. But two years down the line, the same two people who went to sign in church will be sitting in front of a divorce card trying to share properties because everybody wants to go their way. You see some families, the males who have good marriages and stable marriages, but the women, the women, they'll go and men will maltreat them, they'll beat them, send them packing out of their house, they'll move from one marriage to the other just trying to find a man who will love them and be with them forever. Family patterns. In some families, you can't lift your head and rise above a certain level. It's impossible. They will finish you and clear you and terminate your life quickly. Recently, we had to pray for somebody in church. He said, their family, nobody is able to finish tertiary education. You finish and by some, you will die. Even if it's the day you finish that day something you will get an accident or something look let, let's not joke with these things we are dealing with a devil who is wicked doesn't know babies he's, he's not calm he's aggressive but we thank god that we also have the holy ghost aggression for the bible says from the time of john the baptist until now the kingdom of heaven suffered at violence and the violence shall take it by force every battle of the warrior shall be with confused noise and garments rolled in blood but this battle shall be with burning and fuel of fire. Do not sit down and allow him to impose his will on our lives. With our born again sanctified spirits. Full of the Holy Ghost and power. Don't sit down. Bloodline patterns. Sometimes some of the limitations are in the form of curses. been spoken years back I've told you this story before a young man he became born again and realized that no the people in my family don't reach a certain age you reach that age you die you reach that age you die you reach that he became born again he was like look and it, it was some months for him to reach that age when it gets to a certain place you know that look the secret place is the solution he went on a fast decided to fight he said look i am going to unravel the mystery behind this thing he went on a fast he was fasting fasting like how you are fasting now and i hope you are fasting yeah. fasting 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 and one day his eyes were open and he had an open vision may god give somebody an open vision in this 40 days he had an open vision and in the open vision he went into the past the time of his great 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 grandfather and what he saw was that his great great grandfather was the executioner for the king of their tribe and the king died and as tradition had it somebody had to be sent with the king as in to be killed and the belief is that the person goes to continue to serve the king in the next world 
And so as the executioner, it was his responsibility to get somebody and to execute the person. So he got this young lady. And on the day they were burying the king, the style of killing that person was that you were going to be buried alive with the king. So he put this girl inside the grave and they started covering it with sand. Started covering it with sand. Started covering it. When the sun got to the neck of the girl, she opened her mouth. She, he saw all of this in the vision. She opened her mouth and said, For this wicked thing that you have done to me, none of your descendants will live beyond my age. And it was that curse that was operating in the family. But thank God he was born again. Thank God he was filled with the Holy Ghost. He prayed and broke that curse and he lived beyond the age. a certain curse down he said whoever will rebuild the gates of jerusalem you will lay the foundation with your firstborn and you will commission it with your lastborn and somebody who didn't know innocent one he thought oh how can these gates be let me just go and construct them firstborn died lastborn killed like that some of the limitations is, is, is no fault of yours but I pray in the name of Jesus that any limitations that are hovering around you, any things that are waiting to manifest at the wrong time, may the Lord reveal to you and, and by the fire we are going to generate in this place, may all those yokes and linkages be broken in the name of Jesus. These things, they do exist. And that is why we are anointed as Christians. That is why we have power as Christians. Let me show you something in the Bible. About how a curse as a result of something somebody did. Just ran through generations in the nation of Israel. Now if you read Genesis chapter 49. Verse 10. In Genesis 49, Jacob was blessing his children. And when he reached Judah, he said, The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet, until Shiloh come, and unto him shall the gathering of the people be. Hallelujah. That means the blessing his father pronounced on him. The scepter is the king's staff. That means Judah is supposed to produce kings. Hallelujah. That was the blessing his father pronounced upon his life. Now when you go to Genesis chapter 38 Something happened Judah made a certain mistake I won't go through the whole story But the long and short of it is that Judah Lost his wife And he ended up sleeping with His dead son's wife His daughter-in-law Which was an abomination Incest there is a ready curse in Deuteronomy for this kind of action. A ready curse. Let's look at Deuteronomy 23 2 and give me NLT for that. The NLT brings it out clearer. Deuteronomy 23 2. NLT. It said, If a person is illegitimate by birth, another version says a bastard. If a person is illegitimate by birth, that means through an illegal or an abominable union which was the case with judah 
and his daughter-in-law neither he nor his descendants for 10 generations somebody say 10 generations may be admitted to the assembly of the lord that means when the people of god gather when the nation of israel gathers you are not supposed to come there for 10 generations that was the case 10 good generations and this was what happened to judah he went and slept with his daughter-in-law and brought forth illegitimate children and so suddenly this curse was activated for 10 generations and you see it had been prophesied that judah will produce the kings but how can the nation of israel assemble and the king cannot come there it's not possible hallelujah and look at how this thing manifested let's look at matthew chapter 1 verse 1 let's look through the generation it said for 10 generations you cannot enter the assembly and you can't have an assembling of the people of israel and the king cannot come there he said the book of the generation of jesus christ the son of david the son of abraham next now look at the generation he said abraham begot isaac and isaac begot jacob and jacob begot judah there's not judas iscariot here it's judah the one who went and did what i just talked about begot judah and his brethren so now judah's generations are going to start and judah begot Phares and zara of tamar so tamar was the daughter-in-law that he had the children with judas begot Phares and zara of tamar so first generation so let's count the generation so judas begot Phares and zara of tamar so that's one and Phares begot esrom two and Asram begat Aram, three. And Aram begat Aminadab, four. And Aminadab begat Nason, five. And Nason begat Salmon, six. And Salmon begat Boaz of Rahab, seven. And Boaz begat Obed of Ruth, eight. And Obed begat Jesse, nine. And Jesse begat David the king, ten means the prophecy and the blessing was suspended for 10 generations the first king of israel was not from judah he came from the tribe of benjamin and that was because somebody had done something which had activated a certain curse and so the curse was holding the blessing from coming to pass today anything that is withholding your blessing anything that is blocking your blessing anything that is stopping the manifestation of the word of god concerning your life but it's because of these things that jesus christ came to die somebody say the cross oh say the cross you're saying it as if it's, it's a, somebody shout the cross shout the cross somebody shout the blood shout the blood because of the cross and because of the blood we are given authority to break free from curses we are given authority to break free from jokes we are given authority to break through family nexuses and things that limit us The fact that Jesus Christ had to die on a cross 
was very significant. They could have decided to stone him to death. But it was necessary for the fulfillment of prophecy. Because the Bible says, Cursed is the one that dies on a tree. That means if you die on a tree, you, you are cursed. That is why he had to die on the cross. So that he will carry all these curses. All these things that have been spoken in our bloodline, in our ancestors. That's why he had to die to carry the curse upon himself. Hallelujah. Thank God for the cross. That's why when Jesus died, he didn't stay in the grave for three days. The Bible said he descended into hell. He went and engaged the devil in an open combat. Colossians 2.15 says, Jesus Christ, having sport principalities and powers, he made an open show of them, triumphing over them. And today, we appropriate that victory that Jesus Christ had on the cross of Calvary. The fact that he went into the grave, beat the devil up, and he came out, and he said, I am he who died, and now I am alive forevermore. And the keys of death and hell are in my hands. And by the power of the cross, we, we neutralize every curse over your life in the name of Jesus. Oh, am I speaking to some Christians at all? We neutralize every curse. We, we neutralize every word, negative word that has been spoken over your life, that has been spoken over the lives of your parents, that have been spoken over the lives of your grandfather or your great-grandmother. Whoever spoke that word, we say, whose report shall you believe? It is the report of the Lord that will believe. It is what God has said concerning your life that matters. You are blessed and you cannot be cursed. You are blessed and you are highly favored. Your going in is blessed. Your coming out is blessed. Your hands are blessed. Your feet are blessed. Your brain is blessed. If you believe it, shout yes. You are blessed beyond the curse. You are blessed beyond the curse. Care what the pattern is in your family. If people have been divorcing after two years, you will marry and enjoy 50 years plus of marital bliss in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And the 50 years will not be a, a Tom and Jerry kind of marriage where you are always fighting each other, where you are always at each other's necks. But it will be 50 years filled with love, 50 years filled with children, 50 years filled with joy, 50 years filled with the joy of the Lord. If somebody believes, that this is your person. Shout a big amen. The curse is broken. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Sometimes even your own parents. Knowingly or unknowingly, they speak curses upon your life. When you have children, don't just open your, you, you have authority as a parent. Don't just open your mouth and say things to you. As for you, you are useless. As for you, you will not amount to anything. Nothing good will come out of your life. But any such words that have been spoken over your life, we neutralize them today. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we cancel the those words today in the name of Jesus today we activate the blessing of God upon your life 
and when God blesses you no one can curse you that is why Noah could not curse his son Ham who went and mocked his nakedness but the curse had to be brought to Canaan who was his son because God had already blessed Ham and today we activate every blessing of God we cause a manifestation of every blessing of God and once the blessings of God manifest in your life every curse bounces off you of you I don't care what the limitations are maybe people don't live long people suffer mental disease people die mysteriously but I declare to you today that you are an exemption by the power of the blood and by the works of the cross you are an exemption you are liberated you are set free today in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth stand fast therefore in the liberty wherein Christ Jesus has made you free and be not entangled again with the shock of bondage we command every shock of bondage to be broken in the name of Jesus we send the angels of the Lord into your life to break every chain that is around your neck every chain that is around your hand every chain that is around your feet in the name of Jesus if you believe the chains are breaking and you believe victory is yours and you believe liberty is yours and you believe freedom is yours shout yes liberty freedom victory triumph progress prosperity holiness purity limitations somebody must enter the secret place you must enter the secret place sometimes when some of these things are working in your life you know no, your, your marriage you use your own hand to destroy it bad decisions that you take something that your wife will do that another man can just overlook you know, no, 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 no. Immediately, I want a divorce. You start thinking about divorce, start contacting lawyers, doing all sorts of things. Something is what some, something in your DNA wants to talk. But I came to tell you today that after that transfusion, that blood donation that took place on Calvary 2,000 years ago, you have received an infusion of new blood. Your DNA has changed. Your genes have changed. Your tendencies have changed. Your behavior pattern has changed. If you believe us, shout yes. Yes. It has changed. We superimpose the superior blood of Jesus over the blood of your ancestors, over the blood of your father, over the blood of your mother. You are now a new creation. You belong to the country of God. You, you belong to the kingdom of God. God himself is your president. The word of God is your constitution. And faith is your currency by which you buy things in this kingdom. If you believe that is your portion, shout yes! A DNA transplantation is taking place right now. A bone marrow transplantation is taking place right now. Your blood is changed. Your genes are changed. Your tendencies are changed. In the name of Jesus. 
don't care if you were born into extreme poverty. There was somebody who was born into some very serious conditions. Give me First Chronicles chapter 4. Verse 9. First Chronicles 4, 9. He said, and Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. But he didn't start off like that. He said, and his mother called his name Jabez, saying, because I bear him with sorrow. And some of you, your parents gave birth to you sorrow. Poverty, nothing in the house. No hope for the future. But what did Jabez do? And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou would have blessed me indeed, and enlarge my cause, that thy hand might be with me, and that thou wouldest keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. And God granted him that which he requested. Today I see a Jabez in the house. Oh, I say, I see a Jabez in the house. Somebody whose background is not so favorable. Somebody who was not born in rich circumstances. Somebody who wasn't born into happy circumstances. But as you enter your closet, as you enter the secret place, as you create a spiritual cocoon around you, and you engage God like Jacob wrestled with the angel and said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. Today, Jabez is being turned into an honorable man. A man who was born in sorrow is being turned into an honorable man. And I see you walking into your place of honor. I see you walking into your place of blessing. I see you walking into your place of elevation. If you believe it, shout yes. Jabez prayed. The thing is in prayer. The thing is in engaging God. The thing is in holding on to the horns of the altar. The thing is in holding to the garment of God and telling him, God, I will not let you go unless you change the situation. Sometimes some of these things are in the form of sicknesses. They say family sickness. The fact that your father is asthmatic doesn't mean you must also be asthmatic and today in the name of Jesus we take authority over every foul spirit of infirmity we take authority over every spirit of asthma we take authority over every spirit of diabetes we take authority over every spirit of hypertension we take authority over every spirit of barrenness we bind them we cast them out of your life we declare that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost and if you believe and you believe that you are free and you believe that you have liberty shout yes yes Jabez pray it's in the prayer there's some things they say as for this tribe people they like women as for this tribe women they are very promiscuous but I came to tell you today your tribe has changed your nationality has changed your identity has changed what pertains to your early tribe fails and ceases to apply to you today in the name of Jesus I don't care what the report is whose report will you believe 
whose account will you believe and this word is meant to empower you and bring you bonus when you are declaring that this sin is minus me you know that indeed it is minus me because of the blood that was shed on the cross of Calvary Zachariah 9.11 he said by the blood of thy covenant your prisoners Zechariah 9.11 give it to me he said and for thee also by the blood of thy covenant I have sent forth thy prisoners out of the pit where there is no water today every prisoner is coming out of the pit the pits of poverty the pit of depression the pit of mental illness the pit of unhappiness the pit of fear the pit of anxiety the pit of illness in the name of Jesus you are coming out say I'm coming out say I'm coming out say I'm coming out say I'm coming out say I am out say I am out say I am out 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 I am out and give the Lord a shout of praise plague it is that is working in the family say minus me minus me say minus me minus me oh say it like a christian say minus me minus me 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 say minus my family say minus my family say minus my family say minus my children say minus my children say minus my children and if you believe it shout yes Let's pray. It is in prayer. Any time bomb that is waiting to manifest at the wrong time, today we send forth an angelic bomb squad. We send forth angelic bomb detonators. The Bible says, I've made my ministers as flames of fire, and made these angels like flames of fire in the sword of God begin to walk into your family home begin to walk into your hometown with the sword of the Lord's judgment anybody that doesn't want your good anybody that doesn't want your progress anybody who wants to stand up as a limitation anybody who wants to ensure that you do not live life to the fullest anybody who wants to ensure that your children do not have a full life then the angels of God with the flaming sauce of Jehovah be sent into their midst and as you lift up your voice and as you pray in tongues you are sending for angels you are sending for angels
from you yourself aside the fact that the Ammonites and the Jebusites and all those people fought Israel they also limited themselves in a lot of ways they got to Mount Horeb and they decided that let us come here meanwhile that was not the final destination God had in mind for them they decided let, let's sit here and God had to come in and say you have been at this mountain for too long it is time to break camp and advance and today the Lord is telling somebody break camp and advance somebody say break camp say advance 
Say break up. Advance. Some of the things is we ourselves. We have limited ourselves. We've limited God. Now some people when you receive certain prophecies, you laugh. <laughs> they say, oh, I see you owning big companies. You laugh. <laughs> Me. Own what? Even chicken coop, I don't have. So I own big companies. You say, oh, I see God using you in the nations of the world. <laughs> Man of God, this why he didn't see well. Normally, see whoever asked for this one. Maybe you saw somebody who looks like me. It's not me. We limit God. But you're not the only one who laughs at prophecies. Sarah in the Bible. The angel told it. You shall carry her. <laughs> angel, you don't know what you're talking about. Do you know what we call menopause? Say, so maybe you, you are not a human being, so you don't know menopause. You know what, what is called menopause? Menopause don't catch me long time ago. She laughed her heart out. That's why Isaac means laughter. She laughed. I pray that you will enlarge your coast in your mind and that mental strongholds will break. Some of you, you to some of the limitations are the people you keep around you. You are an eagle, but you are playing with the chickens on the ground. Eagles are supposed to be hunting prey, flying in the clouds and flying over mountains. But you are playing with chickens that are playing in the mud and eating worms. I pray that the eagle in somebody will, will come alive after today in the name of Jesus. You've, you've made yourself local champion. You are the biggest chicken among the chickens. So you feel like Charlie, I am master of all I survey. Everything is good. Meanwhile, when you look at yourself well, you look into the mirror of the word of God, you realize that you don't see a beak of a chicken, you don't see the wings of a chicken, but you see the beak and the wings of an eagle. Some of you, you must re-examine your relationship with some of the people around you. There are limitations to even how far you can go with God. What is this? You pray one hour a day and you pray two hours a day. That's what God just speaks more. He will listen. He will, he will understand. He even knows what you want to say in your heart. Even before you open, what is the, what is the essence of praying for one hour? Say chicken talk. Say, say chicken talk. But when you are among the eagles, Somebody comes and says, Today I did three hours and I'm sad. I should have done four, I should have done five. Tomorrow I am fasting three days dry. I realize that, yeah, you are in correct company. People who are prepared to push the limits. Some of you have limited yourself. As for me, praying on my own, it is a difficult distance. So I just do what I can do. And leave the rest to God. Don't even talk about praying one hour. It, even, it sounds strange to you. I, I can feel that some of you are looking at me some way. I can pray one hour a day. You, you've limited yourself. 
some of you here when, when you go to when you are invited to go and minister there are times where you feel the edge call people and lay hands on them this one professor you know call people and lay hands on them but hey you have limited your, but today every limitation is broken in the name of jesus and i stand here as the head shepherd of the house and i release you into different dimensions of the power of god different dimensions of the holy ghost different dimensions of the manifestation of the gifts of the spirit well, let me tell you so so who, who am i to, to be laying hands on people we are in an era where the heavens are open more than any era I'm telling you today give me Zechariah chapter 10 verse 1 Zechariah 10 1 it's a prophecy about the last days you see there are two kinds of rain there are two kinds of rain in the land of Israel the former rain and the latter rain the former rain came to soften the ground for them to be able to plant their seeds and the latter rain which is a bigger and a heavier rain came later and that was supposed to usher in a bumper harvest prophetically the former rain fell on the day of pentecost it came to soften the ground so that the church will be planted but there is a latter rain somebody say the latter rain which is heavier stronger more powerful than the former rain and this is what he said he said ask ye of the lord rain in the time of the latter rain so the lord shall make bright clouds and give them showers of rain to everyone grass in the field that means in this end time how many of you agree that we are in the end time if we're in the end time that means we are in the time of the latter rain. it means the heavens are open the Bible says the eyes of the Lord move to and through the earth, looking for somebody to show himself strong on the person's behalf. All he wants are empty vessels. He says, present yourself empty. I will fill you and I will use you. In this end time, get ready for some mind-blowing things to begin to happen. Get ready for some mind-blowing moves of the Holy Ghost. Get ready for some surprising things. Don't be shocked when you see children who are moving in the spirit. Don't be shocked when you see five-year-olds and four-year-olds baptizing the Holy Ghost and praying in tongues for the Bible said to the prophet Joel in Joel 2 28 that in the last days I shall pour out my spirit not just on the adults but upon all flesh your sons your daughters your old men your, your young women everybody I shall pour my spirit upon all flesh all flesh means all flesh don't be shocked if one of these days we are there and the tongue speaking from this place is not coming from this room but it's coming from the children's service outside because the spirit of God has fallen upon them don't be shocked when you have children healing the sick don't be shocked when you have children raising the dead don't be shocked when you have children being evangelists and apostles being used by God one man of God respect so much he saw a certain vision of the end time he saw five-year-olds six-year-olds go to cemeteries and command dead people and the earth was vomiting dead people out like that five six-year-olds 
I know you don't believe it. Because you have placed limitations in your mind. But today let those limitations be broken in the name of Jesus. You have even limited yourself when it comes to secular things. Some of you in your mind. There are certain kinds of cars you can never own. You have just decided, ask for Mercedes. Some more you talk about it, ask for Mercedes. You have limited yourself. You have created barriers in your mind. You say, oh, as for me, you, you just give me something else. I like something else. And I realize people have a lot of wrong mentalities about Mercedes. Most of the time, when you don't have information, you see some certain things are so high, but they are not really that. Oh, as for Mercedes, it's too expensive to maintain. May it break in the name of Jesus. And I see you owning fleets of Mercedes Benzes. The Mercedes, all of them are not the same. There are those that one part can buy another car. You understand? That is why they have classes. We have A class, B class, C class, E class. Then you move into the S classes and the GLS and those. To make back, I know that that one your back must be strong, <laughs> but you have limited yourself in your mind. But you see, at the end of the day, every Mercedes be Mercedes, whether it's a class or whatever. Ah, my car that I drive is a rickety Mercedes. But the fact that the sign is there, that silver star, my car is a 15 year old car. But that sign alone renews its youth. <laughs> oh, I pray that limitations will be broken in somebody's mind. My car, if I start listing the problems, There's a problem with the locking system, eh? It does some crrr. Those of you who are sat in my car, you hear some crrr something. Eh? Because the thing is a Mercedes. She sat inside the thing, did the crrr. She was like, hey, is this some security system or something? Meanwhile, it is a fault. It's a pathology. It's a disease. I pray that limitations in your mind shall be broken today in the name of Jesus. Walk in the place of abundance. He said, hey, is it a security it is the string. It sounds like some machine gun. It's crazy. So is it meant to scare the thieves away? Security, the dog right can't even lock properly. <laughs> oh, tell somebody, change your mind, change your mind, change your mindset, change your mindset. Some of you, you have limited yourself with your own words. The things you have said. 
when people proclaim powerful things upon you, say, please, 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 I beg you. Now, when they say man of God, say, yes, I'm a man of God. When they call you anointed man of God, say, I'm an anointed man of God. When they call you holy anointed man of God, say, I am a holy anointed man of God. We use our own mouths to limit ourselves. And I've told you before, Peter, he used his own mouth to temporarily take himself out of among the disciples. Because three times on that night Jesus was crucified. Somebody came and said, Are you not one of the disciples of Christ? He said, No, I'm not. Second time, are you not one of the disciples of Christ? He said, No, I'm not. Third time, are you not one of the disciples of Christ? He said, No. He used his own mouth to take himself out temporarily. How do I know? When Jesus was erected and the angel came to give them the message, he said, Go and tell the disciples and Peter. Was Peter not part of the disciples? He said, go and tell the disciples and Peter that the man is no longer here. He has arisen. We take our own, we use our own mouth. I pray that when people say good things about you, you accept it. But when people bless you, you accept it. So go and tell the disciples and Peter. But you see, Jesus is merciful. He gave him the chance to come back. Just before he ascended. He denied him three times with his mouth. So he had to restore him three times again. He said, Peter, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? He said, now your position has been restored. You are fit to lead the people into the revival that is coming. And when the Holy Ghost came upon them, he was the first person who got up and preached the gospel for 3,000 people. I pray that today somebody's language will change. Somebody's tongue will change. The things you say concerning yourself will change. The things you say concerning your family will change. Self-imposed limitations. But there was a man in the Bible who didn't understand the word limitation. He didn't know what limitations were. He's a man called David. He's one of my favorite characters in the Bible. The man didn't know what, what limitation was. This was a man that God chose from among his brethren and anointed him. You see, when something is sitting upon your head, you see things differently from how others see things. And because you are anointed, may, may you see things differently. May, 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 may your approach to problems and challenges be different. He saw things differently. God instructed Samuel to go to the house of Jesse. He said, take the horn of oil. Anoint this one. First born came, second born came, third born. God said, no. We'll stand and wait until the one I've chosen come. David came, he anointed him. And from that day on, something was sitting upon his head. Like something is sitting upon your head. It was a different man. what the anointing did let's look at first Samuel chapter 16 verse 21 let me show you something in first Samuel chapter 16 verse 21 a lot of people don't actually realize this people think the first time 
you know, David got close to Saul and stuff like it was when he went to no, no. Look at it said, and David came to Saul and stood before him, and he loved him greatly, and he became his armor bearer. So, so David was actually Saul's armor bearer. The armor bearer keeps the armor, he shines the armor, he cleans it. David was Saul's armor bearer. And this was even before Goliath appeared on the scene. Let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 17. And the verse number 15. What I'm trying to show you is that. You let's read the verse. It said, but David went and returned. The prelude to that was when Goliath had said all sorts of things. And you know israel was shaking and blah 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 he said but david went and returned from saul to feed his father's sheep at bethlehem so this is somebody who's supposed to be an armor bearer this is somebody who's supposed to be by the side of the king in a time of war like this the armor bearer is supposed to be there but i'm sure probably it was saul or the father or somebody said no now there is a battle coming you are too young to be part of this thing you see when he went the brothers were sacking him he said you too know but you think they've anointed you so you want to come here and come and see the battle and he said hurry up and leave here so i'm sure everybody was like ah you are too young to be around here an armor bearer is supposed to be by the king it is war time he's supposed to be by the king and they said what he went and returned from Saul. So that means somewhere, somehow he was sent away from where the battle was and where the action was. Most likely because they felt he was too young, but they had forgotten that there was something sitting upon the mountain. But you see, this is a man who didn't know limitation. Age is not a barrier. I, I came to tell somebody today that your age is not a barrier. You, you, you mustn't gray before you make it in life. You mustn't become an old man before you make it in life. You mustn't become an old man and an old woman before you have any influence in this life. So it's likely they sent him away. They get out of here. And the father sent him to take food to the brethren. And that was when he went to see the ah, Goliath making noise defying the armies of God. While it put fear in others, it stirred up something in David's spirit. And that is what happens when the spirit of God is upon you. When people are seeing things and they are running away. When people are seeing things and, and they are scared. When people are seeing things and they are shaking. It stirs up the power of God in you. And you remember that uh, even the king can have audience with him. I've been going to play the harp for him so also. These boys don't have the power to give me the chance to do what I feel I am led to do. Let me go to the big boss himself. But you realize that this story was David's big break. But the big break was disguised in a very small assignment. Go and give your brothers food. Sometimes we are there looking for the big break. We are there looking for the, the huge thing. We are there looking for the mighty door to open. But there's a small door in front of you right now and the lord is saying if you walk through that door if you'll be faithful with that
that little assignment that I have given to you. I'm going to open bigger doors to you. So this boy went to Saul. Said, I want a chance. I, I've seen something and it is aching my spirit. It, it, it is. I, I'm not happy about it. He said, there's a man out there. He's talking all kinds of things. Saul said, you know what? Small boy. You know what we call premature death. You know what, what we call premature death. Have you held a sword before? Have you swung a sword before? But David said, but I have a testimony. Somebody say, I have a testimony. Say, I have a testimony. Sometimes when doubts come into your mind, it is your testimony that will overcome the spirit of doubt. He said, I have a testimony. I have killed a lion before. I have killed a bear before. And the same God who delivered the lion and the bear into my hands will deliver this uncircumcised Philistine into my hands. Man said, okay, you are beginning to sound like you can do the thing, but you collect my armor and go and fight. David wore the thing. I'm sure he took one step. Ah, already it will be oversized. Because the Bible said, of all the men of Israel, from head to sh from shoulder up, there was no man like Saul. Saul was the tallest man in Israel. So I can imagine the thing was oversized. You could say, look, 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 look. Uh, I'm honored to be able to wear the armor that I've been cleaning. But this is not how I fight. This is not how I fight my battles. This is not how I do my thing. I have my own way. And David went to the river. Took five smooth stones. And a sling. Why five? I believe David googled Goliath. Say Google. He googled Goliath in the spirit. He googled Goliath and when the information came out, he realized that Goliath is one man, but he has some four brothers who are also giants like him. So let me take one stone for Goliath and four for his brothers. In case I floor him and the other four come, I am, I, I, I am armed enough to slay all the four giants. I came to tell somebody that you are more than equipped for the assignment. You, 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 you have more than you need for the assignment. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly far above what you can think or ask. for to come for brother said you have killed our big brother today we shall finish you I have four other ones left until David got to the scene a man who knew no limits knew no boundaries knew no barricades until David got to the scene everybody was mentioning Goliath 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 until David got to the scene, God had not been mentioned. People were relying on knowledge. The fact that they have been to military school. The, the fact that they, they have been taught to fight. The fact that they have been taught to swing a sword. The man was not part of the army. But he had something they didn't have. That's the spirit of God. 
and I came to tell you that you have the spirit of God you have Jesus Christ in you and the Bible says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me Nobody had mentioned God until David came. Everybody was seeing the mountain. Everybody was seeing Goliath. Everybody was seeing the challenge. But David came and said, I do not come against you in my own name, but I came come against you in the name of the Lord of hosts. You may be big, but I have a Lord and a God that is bigger than the biggest. I have a God that is stronger than the strongest. I have a God that is greater than the greatest. I have a God that is wiser than the wisest. If the Lord is your God and you believe the Lord shall fight your battle for you, shout yes. Say so you are big. But my God is bigger. I don't know what giant is in front of you. I don't know what mountain is in front of you. Don't know what obstacle is in front of you, but I prophesy to you. Can I prophesy to somebody? Can I prophesy to somebody? I prophesy that every mountain shall be made low, and every valley shall be exalted. The impossible shall become possible. The Lord is strengthening you. The Lord is anointing you. The Lord is giving you power. The Lord is giving you divine speed. Everything is possible with God. The things that you fear, the things that you fear to confront. Receive strength. May the spirit of David come upon you today. It said, I have found my servant David, and with my holy oil have I anointed him. Today the Lord is anointing somebody. Today the Lord is empowering somebody. Today the Lord is putting supernatural ammunition in somebody's hand. If you believe you are the one, and you believe you are a warrior, and you believe you are a victor, shout yes. overcome strongholds shall break mountains shall fall before you giants shall fall before you barricades shall be broken before you your God is big and this boy who knew no barriers when you read Psalm 23, it is it is a, an epitome of the fact that this guy knew no barriers. I believe David wrote Psalm 23 before he became a king. I believe he was with his father's sheep, sitting in the at the backside of the desert, looking after the sheep. And then the words came: "The Lord is my shepherd." I came to tell you today that the Lord is your shepherd, and because the Lord is your shepherd, you shall not want. He says, "I desire." That you might prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers he said i am he who gives you the power to make wealth the lord is my shepherd i shall not want it may not look like that down but i prophesy it into your life in the name of jesus in the next one year you will look different in the next two years you will look different people will see you and they cannot recognize you because the glory of the Lord is rising upon your life if you believe that is your person shout a big amen the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want 
you may not look it now but i see business moguls in this place i see high-ranking health officials in this place i see politicians who are influencing the nation for god in this place i see people who are inventing things in this place i see mighty men and a mighty woman of god in this place some of you when i say one day you will pass an overflow brand somewhere you will laugh but you can laugh today but the day i come to dedicate the cathedral that you will build the day i come to dedicate that you will build where you shall be saved. We shall all laugh together. And if you believe that that laughter is something we will all laugh together, give the Lord a shout of praise. I break limitations in your mind today. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, as you are standing there, you are a whole nation, you are a whole community. You are a whole congregation. You are the hope of many to come. You are somebody's prayer topic. You are the answer to somebody's problem. You are the angel that God is sending into somebody's life. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not walk. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Not all pastures are green. There are some that are dry and brown. But because you are anointed, because the spirit of the Lord is upon you, because the mashak is upon you, because the suk is upon you, because the palal is upon you, because the tashen is upon you, and because the mimshak is upon you, you shall not want. Make me to lie down in green pastures. We burn brown pastures from your life today in the name of Jesus. And even if they are brown, we water it with the word of God. We water it with the spirit of God. Let every brown pasture turn green today in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He leadeth me beside still waters. Still waters are such that you don't know what is under. You decide to put your foot inside and a shark can just come and bite your foot away. You decide to put your foot inside and a crocodile or an alligator just comes and bites your foot away. But he said you lead me beside still waters. God will lead you through dangerous places. Where people don't know what is ahead of them. May the Lord give you foreknowledge. May the Lord give you vision. May the Lord give you clairvoyance. May the Lord make you see ahead of time. So that you will know where to order yourself. If you believe that it's your person, shout yes. Shout yes. Shout yes. Shout yes. He said, he restored my soul. Oh, the soul is the seat of your intellect. It's the seat of your emotions. It's the seat of your will. Anybody that has been battered emotionally, may you receive restoration in the name of Jesus. Anybody who has been disappointed in any aspect of your life, may you receive restoration in the name of Jesus. Anybody whose heart has been broken one way or the other, may you receive restoration in the name of Jesus. Fear is a thing of the soul. 
but today we punish every spirit of fear fear is not just an emotion it is a spirit for the word of the lord says for i have not given you the spirit of fear but of love of power and of a sound mind receive a sound mind today in the name of jesus anything that gave you sleepless nights may you receive a sound mind today in the name of jesus christ of nazareth anything that makes you anxious we take that spirit of anxiety out of your life in the name of jesus he restored my soul he leaded me in the path of righteousness not for any reason but for his name's sake there are times when god will order your steps and prevent you from going to bad places there are times when god will order your steps and prevent you from entering to wrong relationships some of the things when god is fighting them for you just sit down and, and, and you see some of the prayer topics you are praying you're actually praying against god himself because it is the hand of god that is preventing that relationship from working it is the hand of god that is making him treat you the way he's treating you let your eyes be open and run away don't stay there and say though he slay me yet will i trust him he leaded me in the path of righteousness was why that night that you were planning that as for today the abc say the abc the abc that was why out of nowhere your sister decided that she's coming to spend the night with you and sleep on the same bed with you he leaded me in the path of righteousness i pray that that will be somebody's story in the name of jesus that even when you decide to go in the path of unrighteousness the lord will bring you back on track what will happen what, what do you call it i think i say what can 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 what can 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 what can 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 and then suddenly god just moves somebody person decides that at the time that what can 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 come that's the same time that other person too will come and come and visit you he leaded me in the path of righteousness when I've sent you to pastor a church somewhere and there is an Amalekite lady somewhere that wants to floor you I pray that the Lord will lead your feet in the path of righteousness on her way to your house you will twist her ankle and instead of coming to your house you go to the emergency room and you go and visit her and pray for her and give her the chance Give a life to Christ. Somebody give the Lord a shout of right. He leaded me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Look, you bear the seal of God. You bear the seal of God. And God has a reputation. Once he has branded you with his name, just like how Mercedes, the other reputation. So whatever car they put that silver star on, they have to make sure it is quality. For his name's sake. Somebody say for his name's sake. For his name's sake. He will take temptation out of your way. Things that are meant to make you stumble and fall. He will take them out of your way. And I like the one that comes. Yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death will fear no evil 
the valley of the shadow of death. I can imagine a valley with skeletons because other people have gone through and they didn't make it. Other people went there and something killed them. Other people went there and something terminated their journey. But he said, Yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear any evil. Why? Because thou art with me. The presence of the Lord is with you. The power of the Lord is with you. The anointing of God is with you. That is why no evil shall befall you. Where others have gone and failed. In ministry, where others have gone and failed. Where people have gone and they haven't gotten any results. Where people have gone and no heart has been moved. May you go and break grounds in the name of Jesus. I shall fear no evil. For thou art with me. Say, I don't walk alone. Say, I don't walk alone. I don't walk alone. For thou art with me. Angels are all around you. angel of the Lord and comes around them that love him. They are all around you. You may not see them but they are there. And he said I will give my angels charge over you that your foot shall not be dashed against a stone. They are all around you. They are all around your house. They are all in your room. They follow your car. When you spark it the angels follow you. You are not alone. says we are hidden with Christ in God so we are inside Christ and Christ is also in God already a double layer of protection if you cannot get God the Father you cannot get Christ you cannot get me and the Holy Spirit too is around me triple protection and the angel of the Lord encamps around them that love him quadruple protection if you cannot go through the angels you cannot go through the Father you cannot go through Christ you cannot go through the Holy Spirit you cannot get me hallelujah fortified dangerous armored vehicle you see the armored vehicles you throw stones at it it won't do anything grenade cannot stop it fortified that's why the bible says in him we live in him we move and in him we have our being for thou art with me thy rod and thy staff they comfort me that means lord I walk with you I am prepared for correction when you correct me I'll not get angry and leave the church when you correct me I'll not get angry and backslide I will take your chastisement and your correction as a good child I wrote a nice time he said thou prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies look it's not everything and everybody that wants to see your progress everything that wants to see your progress i say things because there, there are spirits that don't want to see your progress there are also human beings that don't want to see your progress but he said thou prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies that means whatever they don't want to see in your life hold it whatever they don't want to see in your life god will make sure they will live long enough to behold with their eyes before me 
not when my enemies are dead in the presence of my enemies he said thou anointed my head with oil and my cup runneth over and as you are in a church called overflow you are walking in the overflow of the anointing in the name of Jesus I see your cup running over in the name of Jesus I see your cup getting full and running over in the name of Jesus every service you come for something is added to your cup of God and leave the same every hand that is laid upon you every word that is spoken into your spirit something is added to your cup but sometimes you cannot see it yet because you haven't come to the place of the overflow if you have a bucket under a tap and the tap is dripping one one the bucket is getting filled but if you are far you know there's anything in the bucket until it gets to the place where it begins to overflow but I hear in my spirit that somebody is about to enter the place of the overflow. Oh, I said somebody is about to enter the place of the overflow. Where your cup will begin to overflow. And it's not only those that are close to you that will realize that there is something inside you. But those that are far away will realize that there is something dripping from you. There is something coming out of you. If you believe it, shout yes. Shout yes. Shout yes. Shout yes. My cap runneth over. Says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Demons will stop following you in your dreams. Principalities will stop following you in your dreams. Powers will stop following you in your dreams. Witches and wizards will stop following you in your dreams. Your dead ancestors will stop following in your dreams. But only two things are allowed to follow you. It says goodness and mercy shall follow me not just today or tomorrow but all the days of my life and i shall dwell in the house of the lord i pray that your feet will continually be planted in the house of the lord i pray that you will not backslide i pray that you will not lose your faith i pray that on the day of the rapture when the lord shall appear you shall be found still serving god you shall be found still loving god you shall be found walking and living in holiness you shall be found preaching the gospel you shall be found doing the work of god you shall be found doing the things of prayer lift up your voice begin to pray right now in the name of jesus break every limitation break every limitation
and the people of God shall possess their possession. I sense that somebody is about to possess their possession. Oh, somebody is about to possess their possession. Today, you are going to confront any limitations in your life. Seen limitations, unseen limitations. Known limitations, unknown limitations. You are going to release fire in your life. You are, you are going to release prayer. And I don't want you to be gentle about this at all. From the time of John the Baptist until now. The kingdom of heaven permits violence. And the violence shall take it by force. Every wall of limitation. Family limitations. Background limitations. Ancestral limitations. Your own mental stronghold limitations. We are going to break them today. Lift up your right hand. Lift up your right hand. Lift up your right hand. Lift up right hand. A certain mantle of prayer must come upon you before we enter into this. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, you sound like people who want to go for a tea party. But we are on the battlefield. We are on Mount Zion. There is a Goliath in front of you. That needs to come down today. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say today. Today. By the power. By the power.
Lord say I will arise and the enemies of my people will be scattered as the smoke drifts away so shall they scatter from where they came they shall gather and plot against you but my thunderings and my lightnings my earthquake and my voice shall resound in the midst of the people lift up your right hand say in the name of jesus in the name of jesus say in the name of jesus in the name of jesus any conspiracy in the conspiracy against my life against my life against my progress against my progress against my family against my family say in the name in the name of jesus say in the name in the name of jesus by the power by the power of the holy ghost of the holy ghost by the blood by the blood of the lamb of the lamb by the work by the work of the cross, of the cross, by the power, by the power of the cross, of the cross. Say, I cancel, 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 in the name, in the name of Jesus, of Jesus. Lift up your hand once again. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every line. Every line of restriction. Of restriction. Every limit. Every limit of restriction. Of restriction. Some of you, there are invisible lines that have been drawn in the spirit. Lines drawn as to how many years you last in marriage. Lines drawn as to how long it will take before you start taking multiple women aside your wife. Lines drawn. As to how deep you can go in the things of the spirit. Lines drawn as to how old you can grow. But today, say today. today. Say but today. today. Say but today. But today. Lift up your right and say any line. Any line. That has been drawn. That has been drawn. In the spirit. In the spirit. Say today. Today. In the name. In the name. Of Jesus. Of Jesus. I appropriate. I appropriate. The power. The power. Of the blood. Of the blood. I erase every line, every line with the blood, with the blood of Jesus. Of Jesus. I blot out, I blot out every line, every line of restriction, of restriction, lines, lines of restriction, of restriction, lines, lines of life, of life, lines, lines of power, of power, lines, lines of riches, of riches, lines, lines of marriage, of marriage, lines, lines of joy, of joy. Say today, today. In the name, in the name, I declare, I declare that the lines, that the lines are falling, are falling for me, for me, in pleasant, in pleasant places, places. The lines, the lines are falling, are falling for me, for me, in pleasant places, in pleasant places. The lines, the lines are falling, are falling for me, for me, in pleasant places, in pleasant places. Say today, today, I stretch, I stretch, I stretch, I stretch. Say I stretch, 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 I stretch. The foundations, the foundations. How the foundations were laid will determine how the building will look and how high the building will go. But today you are recalibrating the foundations of your life. Your foundations are going deeper so that your building can go higher. And your foundations are stretching. Say I stretch. I stretch. I stretch. I stretch. I stretch. I stretch. Say I stretch. I stretch. The foundation. The foundation of my life. Of my life. In the name. In the name of Jesus. Of Jesus. Say I dig. I dig. I dig. I dig. Deeper. Deeper. 
a foundation for a one-story building when you try to add another story you are creating disaster some of you, you must change the foundation today Lift up your hands. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say today. Today. I dig. I dig. Deeper. 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 Into the foundation. Into the foundation. Of my life. Of my life. In the name. In the name. Of Jesus. Of Jesus. Imagine yourself. That you are on a construction site. I know what I'm saying because I know what I'm seeing. That you are on a construction site.